Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Roadmap from Auto Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. It is Monday, October 10th, and I'm Amanda Harris, joined by Riley Wolfbauer. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending October 7th, 2022. This episode is sponsored by Solify. In economic news, the jobless rate fell to a historic low in September with non-farm payrolls increasing 263,000 after a 315,000 gain in August. The unemployment rate dropped to 3.5%, which is in line with a five-decade low, while average hourly earnings also rose. Policymakers are watching to see if rate hikes could spur an increase in the unemployment rate. Federal officials will meet again in November to consider a fourth straight 75 basis point interest rate hike. Turning to auto news, Mobility as a Service Company, Ameri Drive Holdings, has purchased an unspecified initial portion of vehicles to list on Hire Cars platform following the closing of a $100 million revolving asset bet line of credit provided by Credit Suisse in September. Vehicles in the initial purchase are expected to be available by November 1st. Mary Drive expects to add 800 to 1,000 vehicles to new and current markets by the end of the year and an additional 1,500 vehicles in the next six months. And over the next 18 months, the company plans to increase its fleet by 6,000 to 7,000 vehicles. In auto finance, Oregon Community Credit Union plans to issue its inaugural auto asset-backed securities deal this month, a $275 million deal backed by prime auto loan receivables that is expected to close October 20th. Oregon Community Credit Union had a managed auto portfolio of about $3.2 billion as of June 30th and is the fourth credit union to enter the ABS market since the National Credit Union Administration authorized credit unions to sell securities in 2017. Also this week, we had several updates related to the used vehicle market, namely used vehicle values continue to stabilize amid slowing sales and a dip in consumer demand. So Riley, why don't you give us an update? Yeah, so used vehicle values dipped year over year in September for the first time since April 2020, um, and that's according to the Mannheim Used Vehicle Value Index. Um, values have been depreciating pretty consistently as September was the fourth consecutive month that values have dropped, but Cox Automotive actually anticipates depreciation will slower a little bit over the next three months compared to what we've seen over the last four. Um, the decrease in this month was in large part because consumer demand has been dropping off and used retail sales decreased 8% from August to September. Um, retail sales were down 18% compared to September 2019 before COVID drove supply chain challenges across the U.S. So we are still like way down compared to uh, COVID sales. Um, as for used vehicle values, compact cars, vans, and pickups were the only three major market segments to see year-over-year -year price increases um, during September. Um, we also spoke with Open Lending CRO Matt Rowe about used vehicle values moving back towards normalized levels and how the lender monitors its risk exposure. He said Open Lending thinks there will continue to be a gradual decline in values, but it is something lenders can prepare for over time and make adjustments as they watch the values get lower. Um, Rowe said it was great for lenders 
uh, when values were high because no one expected a vehicle to appreciate in value. So it was great that those times happened, but now that that's over, lenders have to look past that and they have to look at the loans they are originating now and look at what they expect to recover in 18 to 24 months because we're past the times of values getting higher, especially with demand being down and consumers stepping away from the market. Um, additionally, open lending expanded its maximum payment to income ratio uh, to 18% from 13%. Uh, as a response to affordability concerns with high new and used vehicle prices. Um, open lending views PTI as its best indicator of risk for an auto loan. And 18% was actually their maximum across their programs prior to COVID. And during COVID, they lowered it to 13% as a uh, conservative approach to the uncertainty around unemployment. Um, and then another trend that we have been watching closely in the auto market right now is subprime consumers getting priced out of the market due to high prices and rising interest rates. As you mentioned, um, the Fed is considering a four straight 75 basis point interest rate hike, and that's not helping subprime consumers. Um, subprime, they're starting to drop out of the market because monthly payments are just out of reach. And typically longer loan terms will help lower that monthly payment. But with the high interest rates, longer terms don't equal out to a lower payment. It just keeps on getting higher for all terms of credit. Um, and it's also a challenging time for lenders to offer incentives and longer loan terms with the macroeconomic concerns and delinquencies have been rising. So um, consumers, subprime consumers specifically have to settle for lower price vehicles or high down payment. But unfortunately, subprime consumers who are already tight with money can't really make a high down payment work. And additionally, used vehicles under $10,000, that supply is really low, supply is tight, and it's only at 31 days. So like the, two op the three options that subprime consumers have for lower monthly payment just really aren't there for them right now. And so the only solution is for just to not buy a car right now. They have to totally drop out of the market and hopefully wait for times to get better, but times don't necessarily look like they will be getting better anytime soon because I believe past this next hike, um, the Fed will be looking again to raise it even more. Um, so subprime consumers are just kind of at a dead end, priced out, and they don't really have anywhere to turn for a good vehicle at the moment. Yeah, definitely. It's a really good, you know, kind of summary about where everything kind of stands right now. We're getting hit from almost every side. And then, of course, you know, part of the country is, is also dealing with the impacts of Hurricane Ian and all of the damage. Um, you know, we're, we're looking into that ourselves, but, you know, upwards of 50,000 cars destroyed, possibly totaled. You know, consumers obviously, you know, are going to have to to deal with that as well. Insurance takes a while. So that could impact things. Um, it's probably a mix of consumers, probably not just subprime, but kind of hitting consumers when things are already already kind of challenging. So we'll have to kind of see how that plays out and maybe makes these problems even worse. And like you mentioned, it's, it's very likely the Fed will raise rates again. I mean, they've done so the last couple of times and the conditions really aren't any different. So I can't see them 
going the opposite way. Um, you know, inflation still happening, vehicle values while stabilizing are still quite a bit high compared to pre-pandemic levels. So while things are coming down, they're not nearly at a point where the Fed can say, okay, we're we're in a good spot now. You know, inflation's not rampant anymore. We're really not at that place yet. Um, so I just see that problem getting worse. So it'll be interesting to see how lenders kind of, you know, find other ways to dip down into, you know, the lower credit tiers. You mentioned open lending. Um, you know, they do insure losses on loans, I think up to 80% or so. Uh, and they are one fintech that's kind of offering lenders a chance to maybe, you know, support those uh, lower credit tier consumers um, while mitigating their risk. Because right now, obviously, like you mentioned, it's kind of hard to, to find ways to to get those consumers into an auto loan. So very interesting stuff right now. All right, well, that about does it for today's episode. Thanks for joining us on the roadmap. Follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn, and please join us later next month, or well, this month, at the end of this month, uh, for Power Sports Finance Summit and Auto Finance Summit. It's crazy, we're already in October. Um, you can learn more and register online at powersportsfinancesummit.com and at autofinancesummit.com, and there's still time to register, so join us later this month. Um, and we'll see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next time.